ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. John, thank you for waiting on us. How are you doing? Yes. Praise no the Lord. No problem, brother. It's my pleasure. Good to be with you today. Uh, folks, we're doing a five-show marathon today, and uh, I'm excited to be here with Pastor John Gogan, our longtime speaker and friend uh, from Agape Bible Fellowship in East Aurora, New York. Brother John, you want to open us in prayer? Brother, I would be, again, uh, it would be an honor to do that. Let's, uh, as I like to say, let's pool our faith and let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time together in your holy word. Jesus said in his prayer in John 17 that thy word is truth. And we thank you that we have the truth. We thank you that we can bank our entire lives and beings on your promises and on your word and father we thank you from the bottoms of our hearts for being our heavenly father we thank you also lord jesus for being our savior healer deliverer redeemer soon coming king and we pray that the holy spirit god the holy spirit will bless our time together illuminate Holy Spirit, in your ministry, all-important ministry of illumination, illuminate, turn the lights on in our minds and hearts so we may see, so that we may understand, so that we may apply, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. And we pray that you will bless this time that the as the word of God goes forth in power and boldness that the listeners no matter where around the world will be blessed will be challenged. And we promise to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and we promise to commit ourselves surrender ourselves to the truth that is before us we thank you that the word is a lesson or a compilation of lessons that we learn from Israel as Corinthians says so we don't have to commit the same mistakes they did 
we don't have to err like they did when there's a dead end street and someone's already been down it telling us don't go down there we can heed the lesson from that and not waste our lives waste our time thank you we also bind the strong man who's been assigned to destroy this broadcast to make it of no effect we bind the strong man over and within myself brother Shannon yes and all the listeners and we bind every demon down to the lowest demon of rank power and form that would make this a boring broadcast we pray for the other speakers today the same thing we pray that you will bless the word as it goes forth we pray for the United States of America we pray for President Trump we pray for all those uh, in leadership that they will come to their senses at least the ones who are trying to destroy this blessed country yes and we pray that you will grant repentance to them and for those who are in this country's best interest we pray that you will give them great boldness as well and we pray for salvations for those who need to be saved the most important decision that any of us will ever make in this life we lose salvation conviction brokenness and repentance where necessary and we invite God the Holy Spirit to blow Lord Jesus like you said as as the wind blows coming from multitudinous directions and doing his pre-salvific ministry and preparing hearts to receive the engrafted word of truth that they may be saved and we uh, bind the strong man over the United States over Canada over Israel over Mexico and every other country represented by the listeners here and we just pray right now that um, heaven will be glorified and that the Lord Jesus Christ will be magnified that Satan and his kingdom will be horrified and we pray these things covering us with the all-powerful blood of Jesus in his mighty name amen amen and amen I say amen to that brother John as we're getting started um I was just telling a brother about the men's conferences that happen every January at Hegwish. Are they going to have one in January uh, as planned? And are you planning to go? Any any uh, thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, they have one every year. Uh, I think there was one year they missed. And um, I want to say, I don't know if it was Y2K related. I forget why. Uh, no pun intended, but they um, didn't have one. But it's pretty regular. In fact, it's very regular in January, and usually it's the last weekend in January. Um, I haven't seen the date for it yet uh, because it's a new year, obviously. And um, but I would just assume so you can pencil in the final week in January. At least that's been the consistent pattern that Pastor Mike has had over these uh, many years. Um, I've probably been to 110 workshops, and I think other than the one that was missing, uh, every men's workshop since 1991, 
so it's um, it's a blessed time uh, for the men and uh, usually I speak and share and uh, the only caveat I have over the years now you know I started this in in uh, in the full gospel in my mid 30s I'm now 68 years old so obviously uh, <laughs> you know what I what I did in my 30s uh, in terms of uh, boy some of the some of the snow you know heading out in January that's why we don't have as agape Bible church we don't have uh, uh, winter conferences uh, you know conferences in in the, during the winter months January February uh, or December for us because that very reason uh, the last one we had was uh, September 8th this month and uh, we will not have another one until the end of March because of that reason the, the, the roads are too treacherous my point is simple that uh, if it's too treacherous I'm not going to um, venture I want to say about three years ago I me down to uh, one of our uh, members who passed about two years ago eh, three years ago and um, he and I would always go out together and in fact he went home to be with the Lord within about two weeks later after the conference had a massive heart attack and uh, died at 58 years of age I mean, and uh, I want to say about at least a dozen years that he was uh, part of Agape Bible and a dear brother and uh, maybe 14 years however uh, she, my wife almost got in, a, in an accident because the roads were so bad. I mean, the brother, the 18 wheelers, because of what's known as lake effect snow coming off of Lake Erie, and you can picture in your mind the route we have to travel. We do have Canada to travel. Uh, it saves about an hour, but because he was in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, we would uh, rendezvous and then head out from there. And uh, maybe it bordered, borderlined on foolishness, uh, but uh, I swore to myself I would not, I would not um, travel uh, if the weather was too bad. We hit lake effect snow. Eighteen wheelers were parked uh, on the uh, two nineteen, uh, not two nineteen, I ninety heading heading west, and um, we uh, almost got stuck in the snow because we took a. Uh, took an exit mistakenly and um, we did get back on and uh, and, uh, you start approaching uh, southern Pennsylvania uh, into Ohio Uh, you know the snow the snow if it's lake effect will stop Uh, here in East Aurora it wasn't even snowing but again the route is is the problem so the only caveat would be if the weather's so too bad I will not be going out and I will not be speaking because obviously I'm not there but uh, otherwise uh, you can bank on it and uh, these are blessed times as I, as I stated with the men together and uh, I started out when Pastor Worley was alive and uh, for a few of his men's conferences and uh, yeah just strongly encourage it fantastic yeah we want to promote that and um, I'm hoping to get back soon myself to be able to visit uh, again at the conference I haven't been since 2011 long time God have mercy wow. so I want to get back there I had a blast uh, with that uh, 
Folks, welcome. We've got Pastor John Gogan on. I'm going to turn it over to you, my friend. Take it away. Thank you, Brother Shannon. What a blessing. And um, again, it's an honor to be back on Omega Man Radio. And thank, thank God for the sacrifice that Brother Shannon and his family have made for this broadcast to happen. Uh, also, uh, you can tune it into our my Sunday broadcasts, and you can book. Uh, I don't like being on Facebook, but uh, until we find another venue, I don't want to be on Zoom, uh, owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Sorry, uh, uh, Zuckerberg's not too much better, but got to be on there for now. And uh, we've been on there, oh, two and a half years now. And uh, many have been blessed because at the end of my message, I will do what's known as a mini mass deliverance. Now, kind of, I don't know what to say. uh, I I like the one-on-one instead of, you know, group uh, continually. I find them more effective. So we will. Uh, veer off, and you can look at another broadcast. I've got many, many Sundays of broadcasts uh, there in the archives, and uh, you can glean from them. And uh, but I, I prefer one-on-one. For uh, mo- thirty-plus years, we've been uh, pairing off, just like Jesus did with his disciples. You know, two by two. Well, it ends up being two. I should say one and one. Uh, and uh, men pray with men, women with women, unless you're married, of course. And uh, we have a, you have a great opportunity for some great freedom uh, from uh, these uh, wicked spirits that indwell us. Never say, I wanted to get them off of me. I find some Christians, well-meaning, charismatics, I want to get them off of me. They're not on you, they're in you. <laughs> Now, some are on the outside waiting to get in when you give them the opportunity and open the barn doors with sin, uh, but they're in you. The, your biggest problem, my biggest problem, is unsaved me, and then the second biggest problem is, uh, you know, is the uh, fact, the truth, that the demons indwell us, even as Christians. So don't uh, don't fall for the lie that you don't have any because the Holy Spirit's there. Um, I mean, the Holy Spirit is surrounded by sin uh, all the time. If he's in believers who still sin, and if he's in believers who are in the world, which is lying in the wicked one, 1 John 5. So, um, no, thank God the Holy Spirit's not in the same place, so to speak. Uh, He's in our human spirit, which is regenerated, made alive again at the new birth. And that's where the new nature also is implanted, as I understand scripture. But uh, in the soul and in the body, it's, uh, you know, it's a free-for-all for for the enemy. And that's where they indwell. And that's why they have to be kicked out, excised, if you will, uh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I want to talk about... Uh, serpents in the Bible, and we're going to do a little mini-series on this because I will not exhaust all of the scriptures. Lessons from serpents in the Bible. Snakes have a lot to teach us. (laughs) 
and uh, to be warned about, if you will. So, turn. Let's begin in the uh, in the Old Testament, and let's go to Numbers twenty one. Numbers chapter twenty one. Numbers chapter twenty one. And we're going to pick it up at verse 6 and conclude with verse 9. Numbers chapter 21 and verse 6. Before I read the text, I would like to mention that when I get to heaven, there, there's a showboat of, Christ, uh, excuse me, of, of questions that I, have, that I have for God, and should I say for the Godhead. For the triune God of Israel, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And uh, one of them is, why did he make snakes? Why were snakes created? Now, there are some people, obviously, who are, who like snakes. And uh, I got a question their salvation. I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. But, there are, I think they're herpetologists. I think herpetologists are the name for people who study snakes, who milk snakes for their venom, for anti-venom. All, all I'm saying is snakes to me are a conundrum, a real difficulty as to what. Of course, Komodo dragons would be right up there. Brother Shannon, do they have Komodo dragons in Indonesia? Oh, that's where they originate from. It's a another island, maybe two hours from where I'm at, uh, called uh, Komodo Island Dragon. It's uh, it's um, oh, what what the heck's name it? Okay, it's uh, Fores, the island of Fores, and uh, they live there. Huge. They'll hunt deer. They'll hunt human if they can catch them. And when they catch you in the mouth, the bacteria load is so great, uh, in addition to getting ripped apart by their teeth, um, you know, it'll cause like uh, um, gangrene, whatever it bites. I mean, you're, you're a goner. And um, they've been known actually to slip into people's houses and grab them and eat them like chicken. Back to you. No. Oh, yes. They, they have a warning. Do not even go there if you're menstruating as a woman because they can smell the blood and they'll track you down. And they've been known to uh, break into homes and uh, eat people. No joke. Mm. But if you can mm. outrun them, you're, you're okay. I'm going to go over there. I just have to run fast if they begin to chase me. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, you have uh, more, much more boldness than I do. <laughs> I actually saw on YouTube uh, a couple of guys. In fact, they, they said, use one of the... Uh, and pay for the services of one of the guys who live uh, there, I believe, on that island or nearby, and they know how to handle the dragons with a, you know this long stick. Yes, the guides. Um, Correct. That's right. I but it was fascinating. I, I was watching it, and I'll tell you this: they run, they 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 move faster than you than you than they look, even though they're huge. But I, I've got to ask ask the Lord why in the world he created Komodo dragons. Of course, the other one would be mosquitoes. I mean, couldn't you have taken care of the mosquitoes? 
on, you know, at the time of uh, the flood and just uh, knock him out of commission. But um, in any event, uh, obviously God's got reasons and no problem. He's God. I'm not. What right does the clay pot have to say, as Paul says in Romans, to say to the potter, you know, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? And you shouldn't have done this and shouldn't have done that. No, we're God's creation. But, uh, and I know he has his reasons. <laughs> I just can't figure any, any out at the moment. But in Numbers chapter 21, in Numbers chapter 21, obviously, we're talking about Moses. Miriam has just died. Moses' brother, Aaron, has just died. And they're going into Canaan, in Hebrew, Canaan, in order to uh, take the promised land. And it says in verse 6, and this is the word of God. Read it with me. Uh, the Lord, and whenever, if you have a good translation, it's capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, as I've pointed out before, which distinguishes Yahweh from the um, other word used for full deity is is Adonai, or Adon, or Adoni, my Lord. The uh, So this is uh, Yahweh sent, or the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people. And that's one of the reasons I don't like snakes is because they bite. Those who are non-venomous, you don't have to be concerned about. Yeah, you'll have a mark there and it may be a little bit painful. But the venomous ones, in fact, I don't, I think it's the coral snake that has no there's no cure. Uh, coral, you get bitten by a coral snake. Um, other than God intervening uh, mightily, uh, you're on your way out. That's right. From what I, from what I've read, is is that true, Brother Shannon? Absolutely. There is no anti venom for that. And you mentioned the Komodo dragon uh, here in Indonesia, here in Bali. We have king cobra, spitting cobras. I even killed a cobra. Um, in my backyard and had one come up through the drain as I was on the toilet. And a scary <laughs> thing. Brother, it was horrible. <laughs> I said, Lord Jesus, why do we need to have snakes? And uh, you better believe I closed those drains up, brother. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be right there with you. Lord, why did you need to create these king cobras? <laughs> They're not our friends. Back to you. <laughs> See, that's what makes us, I pray that this program would be, uh, uh, come alive and, and be not boring. And Brother Shannon's uh, our, our commentator, I'm speaking, and uh, adds life uh, to, uh, to the conversation, or I should say to the, to the uh, teaching time. But, um, Brother, I, I, yeah, yeah. I had a water hose. You say, how, what did I do? I, sh- I shot it with a stream of water, and it went down the, uh, the drain, Brother. It was a, a really? bespeckled cobra, little baby one that I killed. I don't know where the mama was. I don't want to meet it. But, you know, where there's <laughs> where there's rats, you're going to find cobras. And uh, we've had huge monitoring lizards here. There's bats, uh, mosquitoes dive-bombing me just a few minutes ago. I got an electric fly swatter here 
on the hand handy and uh you wonder why all these things but uh take you back to where you're at uh fiery serpents these things were real um there are even reports of these snakes that uh fly out of trees and land on people's heads and bite them this stuff's real back to you wow I don't know what to say. That is absolutely incredible. That's why I like living in the northern part of the United States because, you know, brother, <laughs> south of the Mason-Dixon, they got to deal with these. I think the only thing problem we got is is uh, the brown recluse spider. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. But he's recluse. I mean, he's, he's off in the, uh, you know, the house that fell down and he's off in the piles of, of cement and, and wood and so forth. You just stay away from there. Uh, I think I saw one once, and I've been here. Well, I've been in the Northeast my entire life, but uh, I saw a brown recluse, I believe, here once. But that's it. Just stay away from them, and uh, you'll be fine. But uh, I couldn't imagine a snake coming up the toilet. It's just <laughs> talk about a nightmare, brother. Actually, they drained in the shower. If it was in the toilet, it would have been even worse. Um, <laughs> Lord Jesus, have mercy. Uh, but they're real. Folks, um, no question about it. And you don't want to run into one. What if you accidentally step on one, though, brother? Well, if you get bit, um, you've got to get to a hospital and quick and get some antivenom. Because when you get those snakes putting venom in you, um, it can cause necrosis. In the leg, you know, it'll, you'll swell up, and your uh, it'll literally begin to melt your meat, and they have to cut chunks of meat out of your leg, and it's horrible. Of course, you know the king cobra, man. You won't live very long with some of these snakes that bite you. Uh, we had we had these snakes in uh, Costa Rica called the. Um, um, it, it's it's a snake that will actually follow you on a trail. They're very aggressive snakes bite you and you will die in short order um, we were only two kilometers at any point in time there from a forest or jungle and you've got those deadly snakes out there just lurking scorpions mm. seems everywhere I've went they've had something like that snakes, scorpions, mm. rats, bats ants um, you name it these are not our friends have you ever had a scorpion in the bed Mm. Oh boy, that no. was that was an experience. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna leave us hanging in suspense. <laughs> what you need, brother, uh, is is a bunch of mongooses. I was thinking about that. Literally, um, literally, because uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, with snakes around you, uh, that mongoose would love to get a hold of one of those snakes. I don't know if you can tame a mongoose. Are they like having like a pet weasel? What do they yes. call those things? You know, weasels. Uh, so you can't have a gun over here. Otherwise, I'd get one of those snake charmers and carry it with me when I was walking out in the, in the field somewhere. But, um, yeah, that's a hazard. Uh, they are out there, and mm. I don't want to run into them. Back to you. Mm. But do you have any any mongooses in the, on the island? Um, have you seen any? No mongooses that I know of. Uh, the next oh, okay. best thing uh, would be to have like a, a terrier 
one of these rat terriers, little small dogs that um, right, 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 will go after those things. So um, I just try to make sure that I keep all holes closed now. So I had to retrofit some of the drains, and they'll build houses over here, and you'll have a space that uh, is just open above your door. It's like for airflow, and I'm thinking, you know what can get in through there? A rat, snake, anything? So I had to put glass panes on things. And even recently, um, we had uh, some cockroaches coming in from the outside, come up to the drain. I'm like, good grief, where do these things come from? And wow. that's because of the drain system here. And so uh, it's not like America where you have uh, public utilities. It's just a drain that goes out into the street into a ditch. So where there's <laughs> outflow, something can climb back in there. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's part of life. Uh, India, it's got to be real bad. They actually come, you know, regularly cobras will go into people's homes. If I lived out <clears> in, you know, some of the surrounding countryside, that's where they catch and release these things to. I'm like, no way. And, of course, if you have a rice paddy um, and you're living up next to it, people say, oh, beautiful rice paddy. Let me rent a house over there. Are you kidding me? That's where you're going to find cobras. Wow. Because the rats are out there in the rice paddy, and then the cobra is going after the rat. And they might come up and crawl up your wall. So, uh, yeah, I don't like snakes, I'll be honest with you, or scorpions. But we're supposed to tread on them, so Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> Yeah, and I thought demons were bad. <laughs> of course, they're invisible. Uh, I don't know if I like the visible more than the invisible or what. But listen, Yahweh, the Lord, I mean, the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people. And look at the result. So that many of the people of Israel died. People, was that is it good or bad? It's obviously bad. They were being disciplined. Let's find out why. Back it up, put it in reverse to verse 5. And the people spoke against God, Elohim, and Moses. Now, Moses was God's chosen representative. Here's what they said amongst themselves. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we loathe the manna, this miserable food. You know, on the dirty dozen list of sins, grumbling and complaining is not a high one. I don't even know if it's on the list. You know, they talk about the dirty dozen or the nasty nine. But I'll tell you, if you read this text, you quickly conclude that the Lord God, the triune God of Israel, hates when we grumble and complain. Imagine if God did the same thing to us as Christians under the new covenant, which is a superior covenant. Read Hebrews. Do your devotions in Hebrews for about a year. Thursday nights here at Agape Bible, I spent 13 years in Hebrews. 
chapter a year. And I was more blessed than at any time in my life because Hebrews is a gold mine of truth. And you find out very quickly why the Lord Jesus Christ and his new covenant is better than, better than, better than, better than, better than, better than, better than the old covenant, the Mosaic covenant. But imagine if he sent snakes every time out to bite to bite us because we were grumbling and complaining. How many Christians would still be alive? I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't be alive. And probably every listener <laughs> wouldn't be alive either. All I know is we're under a covenant of grace and I am so thankful. And I, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I, I would have made a lousy Old Testament high priest because I couldn't, I couldn't kill animals. I, 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 I love animals. I, I couldn't kill them. Any, not just the pet animal, like the Passover, the first Passover. I am so thankful No, people don't bring animals to church and I have to cut their throats, their jugular veins, and watch them bleed out. But people, that's how serious our sin is. That's why you never want cheap grace. You always want to remember the price it took for that grace to arrive on the scene. They grumbled. They were complaining against God, Elohim, and Moses. God's representative, personally chosen representative. Don't do it. And if you have, or if you have a history of doing it, repent. Apply 1 John 1 9 seriously. And then, get rid of those spirits, those evil spirits. Because more than likely, more than likely, you had complainers and grumblers in your, in your bloodlines. And that's why you, at times, and I, at times, are complaining and grumbling. Remember first John excuse me, first Thessalonians five eighteen. You know, and be thankful. Be thankful. Because when you're thankful with your words and with your attitude, you don't have time to grumble. You're thankful. You know, every nation has its problems. But I don't hear of anyone trying to break into China. I don't hear of anyone trying to break into Russia. I don't hear of anyone trying to break into countries, many countries around the world. They're trying to break in the United States. Now, sadly, our government wants to, uh, you know, it's just promoting the agenda of hate white people. And, uh, and, and they've even found out that uh, 
some of the vaccine, quote unquote, that was sent were, were, were sent to Trump states, that is the non-placebos, in order to kill. They don't want our nation to be great because we have a great God who blesses us because we are great toward Israel. There's the bottom line. And because we are very, you know, when natural disasters occur, you know, the, the, the nations, the, the, the largest contributor to help in those natural is the United States. As wealthy as the Arab nations are with their oil wealth, and in particular Saudi Arabia, they send nothing to help. Because in reality, they hate the infidels. They will lie and consider it an honor to the infidels. Want nothing to do with that dead religion. Mohammedanism, Islam. The United States is the bastion of freedom. They say with countries who trade with us, trade goods, if the United States catches a cold, these other countries get pneumonia. That's because we're the bastion of freedom for the world. And that's why we need to be praying for our nation so that we could greatly bless others. Now, there's a lot of sin here, but I don't think God's wa- I don't think we're washed up yet because Roe v. Wade reversal would have never happened because of President Trump's three conservative justices. It would never where it should have stayed in the states. It shouldn't have happened at all. Because we love life. We love the God of life who gives life. The one true and living God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And his son, Jesus Christ. So pray for our nation. Pray that Satan's agenda to divide and conquer would be completely decimated and they are losing by the way and I am extremely hopeful so the people look at this people died verse 7 so the people came to Moses and said we have sinned people our God is so great the true and the living God That his holiness, justice, and righteousness had to nail his only begotten son to the cross because of love for us. And in Isaiah, it actually says in, in a text, it pleased Yahweh, it pleased the Lord to bruise him, Jesus. It pleased Yahweh the Father to bruise Yahweh the Son. Isn't that kind of twisted? No, no, no. It's perfectly in line with his love for us. 
we can't understand it. We probably won't even understand it comprehensively when we get to heaven. But that's what love, Jesus alluded to it, right? There's no greater person, no greater man than one who gives up his life for another, for his friends. So thank God that Jesus is our friend. But the, all, all that he and the Father are waiting on from us in order to forgive and bless is what? We have sinned. To recognize our sin. I remember when I was a freshman at Dallas uh, Theological Seminary, there was a saying that the men would say to one another, <clears throat> and it was this, we're not sinners because we sin, we sin because we're sinners. We are not sinners because we sin, we, we sin because we are by nature sinners. It's one of the reasons why I encourage the brethren to never say, Oh, I could never think of even doing that. Don't ever say that. We are in our hearts, in and of ourselves, totally, utterly depraved. John Calvin was right. One of the most brilliant theologians that's ever existed, by the way, out of France. He was carrying on the Reformation in France. Read Calvin's Institutes. They're brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Ex-Roman Catholic priest, just like Martin Luther, who read the Word of God and said, you know what? This church, quote, end quote, is contradicting God's Word and the God of the Word. And we're going to protest against it. And we're going back to the Bible back to the word of God and he did but total depravity is what we are the only thing I say when I hear people doing wicked things is there but by God's grace go I and God's grace will keep you it's known as restraining grace restraining grace restraining grace keeps us from self-destruction and self-destructing. But all God is waiting on, I don't care if you're an unbeliever, ready to become a believer, a true Christian, biblical Christian, or whether you're a Christian who is caught up in some specific sin. He's just waiting on us for us to say, I've sinned. We've sinned. We have sinned. And here's the, look at the reasons. Because we have spoken against the Lord and you, Moses. So they not, they not only said we have sinned, but they also specified the sin. We've spoken against our God, the true and living God. 
you know how blessed Israel was? You know, if you're a Gentile, if you're a Goy, or Gentiles, Goyim, um, it's only because you're plugged into the truths, the oracles of God that Israel got, the Jews got, that you're blessed. In fact, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, he's Jewish. The, almost all the Bible is a Jewish book. So never say negative things against the Jews. Because at one point in time, in the past, God looked on Israel. Not as Paul says, not because they're so great, or because they're so smart or so this or so that. No, he just looked on them, had mercy on them. And he loved Israel. He loved the he's he, he, he actually let himself be known as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham was a Semite. He came from Shem. Noah's son, and by the way, every one of us comes from one of Noah's three sons. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. That's it. Remember, after the flood, there were only eight people on the planet. We're not talking eight people in one town. We're not talking about eight people in one village or one county, one area or province. We're talking about eight people, not just in one country. We're talking there were no more than eight people on the entire planet. I can imagine the loneliness by talking to the same people all the time. But that really happened. I know we complain about one another, but you know what? Thank God for people. Thank God for others. I think it's what, 8 billion people now on the planet? 150,000 dying every day? As Ray Comfort says? They acknowledge their sin specifically. As I say, they had a, they had a belly up to the bar. And pay the bill. Or acknowledge that the bill was already paid by Calvary. If they're not saved. They acknowledged they sinned against God's appointed leader. And what happened? Because we have spoken against Yahweh and you. Intercede with God for us. That he may remove the serpents from us. I could think of no more horrible punishment. Look at and Moses interceded for the people. Intercessory prayer is so important. Who are you interceding for? At the moment. Verse 8, then the then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a standard. And it shall come about that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, he will live. And Moses made a bronze serpent 
and set it on a standard. You've seen banners held up horizontally by two poles that are held vertically. Yeah, it's just like one of those poles has this on the top of it. And it came about that if a serpent bit anyone, when he looked to the bronze serpent, he lived. People, he looked in faith, believing God's command. And as soon as he was bitten, or she was bitten, or they were bitten, they looked to that bronze serpent. And by the way, the serpent didn't heal him. It didn't have any power emanating from it. It was just taking God at his word, looking to it, looking up to it, and bang, by faith, they healed. They wouldn't die. And of course, you good Bible students, remember that it was a type. In fact, Jesus referenced it in John chapter 3, This conversation with Nicodemus, the Pharisee, in verses 14 and 15, he says, even I, if I be lifted up on the cross, kind of like on the pole, on the tree, if you will. And these we don't know if it was a tau cross. We don't know if it was a, just, two, just like an X that he was nailed to. A tree. But it's just it's, it's just just a tree, and they didn't sand it down so it'd be comfortable. It was part of the horrible crucifixion process. Make it as uncomfortable as you can, as your skin grates against this rough wood. You ever had a wood splinter? Yeah. Glass splinter? Yeah. Metal? Yes. Not too, not too, um, too comfortable. Boy, if you had a splinter and you rub it the wrong way in the opposite direction it went in, ouch! Until and unless it it gets pulled out, kind of like demons. Until they get pulled out, the healing won't take place. They're there to aggravate you and me. They're there to cause pain. But in this case, they simply looked up in by faith. Oh, I remember what Moses instructed. What God said to Moses, I'm looking up instantly. Healed. No more pain. No more problems. No more physical death facing them. Just as we get saved by what? Looking at Yeshua. By faith. Back at Calvary, which occurred 2,000 years ago. And we believe that what he accomplished in dying for every sin of ours, past, present, and future, by the way, paid so we could be justified by God the Father. I like justification in terms of defining it 
just as if I'd never sinned and because we have the impute, imputed righteousness of Jesus, his son, just as if I'd done everything right. So it handles sin, past, present, and future. And it handles what? All the righteousness we need to get into God's heaven. Think about that. We are so blessed just with salvation. And then the prescription in the Gospels and in God's word is what? Here's the bonus. Deliverance and healing. So we're truly saved for eternity. And by the way, it's eternal life, life under the ages, not life until you sin enough and lose it. It's eternal life. By definition, we are given as a free gift eternal life. So here's the first lesson in the Bible, lessons from serpents in the Bible, that we need to look up in faith-believing to the Lord Jesus Christ suspended between heaven and earth as he provided everything that we need. And people, when we get to heaven, we're going to find there's healing in the atonement. We can find here, right now, there's healing in the atonement. But we're going to find that there's so much more that that Calvary accomplished. The whole package is in Calvary and what it accomplished. Peter says in 1 Peter, what? And by his stripes we were healed. It's past tense. Quoting Isaiah, we are healed. Peter says, no, after the cross, we were healed. All the healing we need is in in Calvary. And we appropriate it by faith. Calvary covers it all, as the song says. And all we can do is basically, what? Do the will of God. This is, it is the will of God that we, that we be thankful, that we give thanks. And that's one of the reasons, by the way, as I, as I close, that is one of the reasons why I love Thanksgiving. It is my the holiday, probably next to 4th of July, Independence Day. But first and foremost, I love Thanksgiving. And I traded Christmas in for it. You won't believe me. You want nothing to do with Christmas. It's not even the date of Jesus' birth. And nowhere in Scripture we commanded to remember his birth until he comes. We're commanded to remember his death until he comes. So much of it's just Gentile traditions brought over from Europe. And much of it is non-scriptural, not in the Bible. Even the word itself, check me up on this. Don't believe me. Get a good, thick dictionary that delve into the etymology, you know, the study of of words. Look up the word Christmas. It means 
When someone says Merry Christmas, they're saying Merry Roman Catholic Mass of Christ. And people, you want nothing to do with the Mass of Christ. Why? Because Hebrews 9 says, As it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. So too, Christ Messiah died once, Epipax in the Greek, once for all. Once for all. And according to Roman Catholic dogma and teachings, every Roman Catholic Mass is re-crucifying Christ. People, that's blasphemy. That is pure blasphemy. You know, well-meaning people, even born-again Christians, are misled and they believe, yeah, it's okay for Christmas. And when anybody wishes me that or or talks about the Christmas spirit, I've got a lot of deliverance from the Christmas spirit. And, and usually there's a lot more, there are a lot more than one. Because our family lines have celebrated Christmas, have celebrated, you know, the, the reason for the season. Um, not quite. Just study it, you know. Check out Agape Bible Bookroom. I think agapebiblebr.com. And I think there's some, there's at least one book booklet in there on that talks about Christmas and other pagan holidays there that you need to you need to be informed of. But I love Thanksgiving. It's my day of gift giving. It's my day of of uh, celebration. The most important true holy day holiday uh, for the year and i would invite you to adopt it as well lessons from serpents in the bible and boy did i learn a lot about about uh, snakes in the grass snakes in the bathroom snakes from brother shannon and uh wow amazing amazing oh before i forget you can if you were blessed by the broadcast here from agape bible church sitting here in my office and um, expounding the Word of God, um, you can help us out. Go to agapebible.net. It's our church website, separate from the book room. And you can look on the left. It says contributions. Help us out financially so we can keep these lights on in this uh, tiny lighthouse in western New York, right near Lake Erie, about less than an hour from Niagara Falls. Here in this region, they call it the Niagara Frontier of Western New York. Beautiful area. And um, I don't think we had, I don't think there was one day above 90 in the whole summer. We had a wonderfully cool summer. And, um, you know, nine months out of the year versus uh, three months of winter. I can put up with that. I'll trade nine for three. And um, and I I... I for the most part, I, I enjoy the snow. I enjoy winter. And by the way, I'll tell you, when you hear, uh, you know, Buffalo, because you know, the Weather Channel loves to come to Buffalo. They don't come during the other nine months and show how great it is. But they, they we don't have the extreme flooding. We don't have tornadoes. We don't have, you know, uh, the ravages, ravaging hurricanes and stuff. But it's funny. They come when, you know, there's some significant lake effect snow. And... Brother Shannon, two two times uh, last year, December and I think 
end of January, may have been beginning of February, I don't remember. We had like one storm was like six feet of snow. And people think, six feet? That's only one storm and it snows there all winter. No, that was lake effect snow. And you'll have a, uh, you know, 10-mile-long, five-mile-wide band of snow that sits there. And that's where the six feet is. But north and south of there could be partly sunny. Or maybe three inches or or eight inches or ten inches. And they think it, you know, where the Alaskan tundra and it stays here all, many Januaries, it's green grass. I will never forget walking, just by example, uh, it snowed like what they call South Buffalo and a couple of the South towns got clobbered. I mean, the snow was, if you have a Volkswagen, the snow was above the roof. But they dug it out. And my wife and I went by to see it. It's about four years ago, five years ago. And then we left there and went to actually into Buffalo City and and uh, and we went out to breakfast uh, for breakfast at a restaurant. And uh, people were out mowing the grass. Yeah. So it's all most of it is lake effect snow. You know, we'll get some general storms coming in with the fronts, but a lot of it's just the cold air blowing off the lake. And uh, you got a few inches on one side, a few inches on the other side, clobbered in the middle. And in both of those storms, by the way, within seven days in the first one, ten days in the second one, the snow was all melted. So it didn't stay six feet, seven feet. In fact, most of the snow, when we get an appreciable storm, normal storm normally, and I've been here over 30 years, uh, that... Uh, it doesn't occur till Christmas week. So it's not the frozen tundra of Alaska. It's um, pretty, pretty manageable. But I thank you for your time, those of you who listened in, and of course those of you who will be listening in down the road. I appreciate Brother Shannon. Make sure you give to his ministry as well at his website. And um, uh, Brother Shannon, lessons from serpents in the Bible. Fantastic. Thank you, my friend, for coming on today. Honored to be with you. And uh, folks, get over to the website again. That's uh, Agape Bible. Is it .org or .com? It's uh, agapebible.net. We are on every Sunday at noon Eastern time. And I go about four hours, so you get your money's worth. Uh, you know, we we don't spend an hour and leave uh, like a lot of churches, hour and a half, no more. Uh, you know, we're in the Word. We do have a good 20-minute break in between. We turn, out, turn it off, but then we come back on for time in God's Word and for some uh, spiritual banana split dessert. And I... <laughs> And that's deliverance and healing prayer. So uh, join us, get more more and more freedom. Uh, and uh, again, Brother Shannon, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, my brother, for coming on today. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Folks, stay tuned. We've got Terry Jefferson coming up next. I'm dialing right now. Let's see if we can get him online here. Stand by. <laughs> 